This is Joshua. This is Dave. What's going on? This is Brandon. And you're now tuned in to PVD Horror. You're now tuned in to PVD Horror. A horrifying spectacle. Its existence shocks and fascinates the world. How much terror can you stand? A heart-stopping experience that defies man's imagination. A taste of hell. A night of total terror. All right. Voice. Yeah, you were supposed to do the deep voice, Brandon. No, thank you. <laughs> so we are here to do a quick review of the new Friday the 13th fan film called F-13 Roseblood. This is written and directed by Mr. Peter Anthony. It has uh, for former Friday the 13th franchise stars like Laura Punk, Park Lincoln, uh, Terry Kaiser, Kevin Spiritas, Spiritas, something like that. Anyways, um, I think he had a different name, actually, when he was in the Friday the 13th film. Um, I can't remember what his last name was. Uh, but essentially, this film takes place after Friday the 13th Part 7, uh, where we see now Tina Shepard at a Camp Crystal Lake research facility. Um, and there's all these um, scientist-type guys, and then all these like army-ish uh, kind of guys. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of dig in and talk about our thoughts about this. Um, I was kind of thinking it's really rare for the three of us to all watch the same film. Um, we just did our 2021 list and, you know, that wasn't the case for most of those films. So I think uh, you'll hear probably three very different reviews. Uh, anybody want to take a start on this? Josh, why don't you start? I want to, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this film. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... I totally respect uh, Peter Anthony and what he has done. Um, like we talked about it before, the guy's a marketing genius. Uh, he connects with all kinds of people. Um, I did not really like this that much. Uh, and here's why I didn't like it. Um, it started out with the old characters and then they were not the focus. They kind of went back in time and I was hoping to see more of what's her name? Park Lincoln. Um, I really like her and I, I was really like jazzed to see her in the role again. Um, and I wish they, that he had done more with her. Um, it took an hour for something to really happen. Like, and when it did, like Jason was just there. Here I am. Like, where did he come from? And I get the premise, but like, I wish it had been done better. Like, you see a mask in the clothes on the wall or whatever, and then all of a sudden, boom, there he is. Um, so I, I wish that had happened better. The killing was pretty decent. The special effects were great. I will give him that. I really like the special effects in this movie. Uh, for a fan film, great special effects. Um, you could tell he had a, a pretty good budget if he's getting these actors and has those kind of special effects. So I was pretty impressed with that. The other thing I did not like was the big uh, spoiler alert here. Oh. Michael Myers. <laughs> and I was like, yes. 
and then nothing happened. And uh, that was very disappointing. And I was very... I guess we're doing spoilers. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't think we were going to go into that. So maybe we'll just do spoilers. But man, I was... I was uh, I don't know what I was expecting. Um, okay. But every time I really got excited for something, uh, I the excitement went away fairly quickly. Um, and I... I like I was super happy that he brought him in and I was like, this is, this, this is going to pay for the first hour. Right. And, uh, it, it didn't. And then I was really pissed. Um, but to see Jason just fuck up people was pretty cool, but you can see that in almost any fan film. So I wasn't overly impressed and, uh, uh, it was, it's unfortunate cause they, there was a lot here where I feel like he could have gone in different directions. That would have been really awesome. Um, and it just, it just didn't happen. So, okay. Yeah. That was my take on it. Okay. Uh, plus I didn't get to interview him like you guys. So the, uh, I wish I could have, because I would have loved to talk to him directly about it. So, yeah. Yeah. You would have, you would have talked to him directly about it. <laughs> I would have been like, listen up, mister. Uh, yeah. You know, well, first uh, of all, you wouldn't have seen the film when we talked to him. Yeah, that's right. Cause it didn't come out unless you go back to the future, which you <laughs> might be able to do. Came out in 2020. So, all right. We were also invited to the premiere of this, but we just had a lot going on that month. You know, it was so close to being like after Thanksgiving and everything. And then, What's yeah, was going on with COVID. It was just kind of hard to get down to Connecticut to go uh, check out the premiere. But I want to just say to Peter Anthony and the team, thanks for the invite and everything like that. But um, I was able to check this out the other night. And I, like I said, Josh, you might not have liked it, but I don't think that you're like a really big fan of the Friday the 13th franchise, right? Like, do you, do you like that? Um, yes. All right. The franchise, I actually really liked it. Um, yeah. and I, I like a lot of the fan films, too. Um, yeah. You know, we, we did an uh, event for Womp Stomp. Uh, yeah. we, we showed their stuff. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I appreciate I don't know if you're, I don't think you're supposed to mention another fan film in a fan films review, Josh. You're, it's a big <sighs> issue. Yeah. <laughs> you keep messing this up, Josh. Fuck. Uh, it's. Okay. Edit it out. You're out of the club. I'm done. <laughs> so, Brandon, what, what were your thoughts about this film? Because I think you might have some different views. Yeah. So, um, I, I understand what people were kind of complaining about, you know, not seeing any killing or anything for about the first 50 minutes or so on. You know, but I think that the team and Peter Anthony did a great job with you know, character development, because um, when it came down to certain characters getting killed, you know, it, it kind of it felt a little different. Like there was a scene where um, one of the workers, you know, that kind of was looked down upon, you know, when when something happened to him, it was like a different feeling like, oh, man, you know, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, man. Uh, why do you have to do that to this guy? You know what I mean? So it was just like a different feeling, but, um, and I think the whole 
the way that Jason Brooks portrayed Jason had that whole Kane Hodder feel, you know, when he's like sitting there and like breathing heavy and kind yeah. of just. Had- yeah, that that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Actually, he does do a pretty good job of portraying Jason. Yeah, because he's been he's been doing it a few times. I I know he's done it in uh, a, another fan film, but um, I think Which we the, won't mention. Yeah, it's uh, just fan film. So um, <laughs> it was it was it was really cool, you know, seeing that the way that he did it, just like Kane Hodder, you know. So and with Kane Hodder being um, one of Peter's favorite Jasons, and also it was my favorite Jason. I think that. Um, Roseblood was done well and like Josh talked about some of the spoilers you know I I I thought it was kind of cool getting that getting that vibe and you know seeing just you know when how fan films can kind of start start something that other production companies can't do you know and so it kind of like gives like the the fans what they want like what they want to see so I thought I thought that that was like a cool thing to kind of do you know when you once you have that that chance and that to to be able to step out the box like why not you know what i mean so, so basically when you're making this kind of film you can kind of go in directions that you want to and not feel like yeah. forced in certain directions like yeah. a bigger production yeah and that's the thing too you know because it's like we when we talk about a lot of films or when we talk when we have guests like directors or anybody that's just like star of the movie you know there's always something that's cut out from a budget or that just or it has to be cut up where it's to the point where it has to be like a certain rating or what the film studio wants so it's like it's cool you know to see like these guys just go with their ideas and kind of just do whatever the fuck they want and say nope this is what i'm keeping in and this is how i want it to go so that's one of the things that i love about fan films and like i said i think it's really cool that you know the character development in this film so that yeah, definitely yeah. pushes all forward yeah so um i think i kind of have like a, a little bit of a uh opinion that's kind of in the middle of maybe both of you guys so the film definitely had like some vibes of it reminded me a little bit of like day of the dead uh firestarter yep. and uh <laughs> There's another film that's not coming to my mind right now, um, but it definitely had like a vibe from a lot of like different 80s films. So I kind of saw like, in, you know, them being able to take a little bit from this and that. And um, the the parts that reminded me of Day of the Dead, which actually I love Day of the Dead. So that's not like that's actually a great film to pull stuff from. But some of the parts that I was like of day of the dead it also kind of drags right before you get to like the action there's a whole lot of character development which brandon's talking about a lot of dialogue and we see that in this film and i think when what i was looking for when i got into it was i wanted a little bit more punch right away and you don't get that you kind of have to be invested and once i figured that out i kind of was like all right i'll me now i'm on board I, i get what's going on here but when i first started it i think i watched it in two settings um, so when I first started it and it was like taking so long to get to stuff, I was kind of like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Cause I just, I didn't get that, that that was going to be the vibe from maybe the preview, I guess. Um, so that kind of threw me off a little bit. Once I understood what was going on, I was a little bit more on board and I was like, all right, I, I get what's going on here. Um, I think it was like a really strong, like second half of the film when the, the action happens, the kills are cool. Um, I was definitely on board for all that. 
I like the direction they go. I mean, we're talking about part seven where you're taking, like suddenly have someone with telepathic powers. So, you know, we're talking about people with special powers and, you know, obviously you're going in a different direction than all the other Friday the 13th movies anyway. So um, I definitely, you know, I, I think it's a very worthy and interesting and unique take on the film, on the fan film going in a totally different direction than every other fan film I've seen. So I really respect that. Definitely have not seen anything like this before. Um, So I can appreciate this. Um, Some of the characters annoyed me. Some of the characters, I was like, all right, I kind of like that person. So I was a little like iffy on with some of the, uh, those macho characters, they're kind of a little bit cookie cutter. Um, But again, like I said, they remind me of day of the dead characters. So if that's what we're going for, then, you know, we definitely hit the nail on the head with that. Um, Yeah, I guess overall I was like, you know, I think I would actually give this another watch and probably enjoy it more now that I kind of got it under my belt of what, like I'm going in and what I'm supposed to be expecting. So yeah, I I definitely think people should give this a watch, go in open-minded and, um, kind of appreciate what you're seeing. Cause like Brandon said, this is somebody kind of doing their own take and doing it the way they want to see it and not doing what everyone else is trying to do. So I think if you can go in with that mindset, you'll, you'll take something out of this. And I, and I hope you do. And again, I really, you know, I think they did a great job of marketing this film and getting people's awareness to it because there's not too many, there's like only a couple of fan films I can think of, and I won't mention the other names, but that like have gotten this big of a response from the community, right? Like how often are we actually talking about fan films? There's two, and this is one of them. And then the other guy. And so, um, but just out of respect for, for this group, uh, Peter Anthony and everybody that made this, I'm, I don't want to promote another film while I'm promoting this one. So, um, you know, shout out to everybody that made this film and I hope, that uh you guys continue doing stuff like this because this is this is cool what did you guys think of young tina and rose i think it was um it was cool because you you've seen a different side of tina from what we didn't see before you know what i mean like and i think that's why peter wanted this you know what i mean because it was like okay fine we've seen we've seen young like tina when she was in uh the new blood already, you know? So it's like, Oh, let's see her when she's in the facility, like, and trying to figure out things that's going on with her. Like how, how did the treatment really go? You know? So it was just, it was, it was a different take on it. And so it's like, you know, you, it is what it is. And Rose, I thought she was a good addition to, you know, this fan film. So. I think with, uh, with Tina, you start to see, like she's being treated like a lab rat. So mm-hmm. you start to see that, like, you know, she shifts her personality mm-hmm. shifts and that's what, you know, you got to get to see a little bit. I, I, um, I wish they had stayed either with Tina being old or Tina being young. Uh, I didn't like the, in, like here she is old, young, old again. I, mm-hmm. I, I wish they had just stayed with her young. I think it would have made the story much better. Um, but that's that's just me. All right. So, so three uh, three various varied opinions. One film. I think overall, I think well, like with anything, you should go make your own opinion. But hopefully, this kind of like gets you prepared for what you're about to see if you're checking this out and you haven't seen the film yet. So, 
if you yeah, don't like it, make your own movie. <laughs> you know? That's exactly. Down to make your own movie if you if you feel like you can do better. Yeah. Than this, you know, like I said, but or you can sit back and appreciate for what someone's putting together. So yeah. make your own movie, send it to us, and we'll do a video on it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hope you can appreciate our, our views and uh yeah i'm sure you guys will leave some shitty comments so thank you <laughs> have a good night we have painted a bloody picture but it is only a small part of what actually takes place in Talk around the clock come see for yourself <laughs> Ha 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 